Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Matchbox. It's your girl, Kendall the Great, and today I have two very special guests. I have my new co-host, Joe. Joe Grandboy, baby Joe, Deshaun, he goes by multiple names. And I have another guest that I'm very excited to have. We have Jack Xavier here today. And I'm just going to be talking to him, asking him some questions, getting to know him. Um, so I hope y'all enjoy the episode. First, I want you to just go ahead and introduce yourself to the people so they can get to know you a little better. Hello, I'm Jack Xavier. Um, that's a name I gave myself when I was a kid. Um... I'm a brother, a son, a lover, and a creator, and a destroyer, and I like apple juice, mm. and, <laughs> and I like trees. Mm. Okay. How do you feel about Earth Day? Earth Day? Um, my brain instantly just went to like blow the earth up. Okay. I can understand <laughs> why. I mean, we're going to get there. Like, people are going to do it anyway. Like, people are really going to destroy the planet anyway. I definitely feel that. So... I know, I've noticed that you do a lot of community-based events, and all your events that you do are free. All Correct. the time. Like, there's never any fucking covering. You make that a point to specify. Yeah. 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 Um, so, what, I guess, draws you to making such communal events to bring to people, like, to bring the people together? So, I grew up under a rock, mm -hmm. in a way, and all I consumed media-wise as a kid was... The years 1967 to 73, which is like the hippie era, the rock era, mm -hmm. soul music. And you see all the events they had. It was just all free counterculture. And that's all I'm about chasing. I'm about people chasing, like getting into a counterculture, a mm -hmm. subculture, because we're lacking that because of the internet. So I just wanted to make a subculture for Baton Rouge because I felt outcasted from certain groups. And it was just, it just felt like all way too based on like swag and all that yeah. stuff. And Honestly, fuck all that. Like, <laughs> that like, is very polluted cloud based shit. It as a motherfucker. And I'm not into like all the culture. <laughs> like, I just love, like, I don't know. That's the philosophy of like rock and roll and just like being authentic and punk and all that stuff. And I feel like there's just a lack of that. And we can make that cool too. So that's what I'm trying to do. So yeah. I think you do a really good job at it. I've been to a couple of your events and they were definitely different from really? anything. Yeah, I went Thank to you. um a couple of the raves you had. Um, and I definitely enjoyed it. I've never seen anything like that in Baton Rouge. Like, because I guess the main scene in BR is definitely polluted with that egotistical, very, you know, not authentic, more so just kind of playing to what people want to hear, want to do. And so it was very interesting to go to an event like that. Because most of the time, like, you know, in New Orleans, you have a very diverse diverse crowd of you can find any type of group that you could resonate with in New Orleans and in Baton Rouge I always feel like we were lacking that just especially how old are you I'm 22 okay same okay yeah. so like especially coming up from like just seeing the creatives in high school and coming out of high school and seeing how everybody developed it's like there was definitely a lack of I don't even know what to call it, man. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to call it. The shit is so crazy to think about sometimes. I feel like it's probably, it was definitely like a lack of creativity. Because, uh, like, you were born and raised by Rouge? Yes. So, cool. So, you know, like, in the end of it, it was just like, if you did gangster music, or you did gospel music. <laughs> that was the only two. Yeah. And both those things are very egotistical genres. Yeah. So when 
you had a whole bunch of like everybody within our age group that got the internet and it was like, oh shit, there's different shit. Like there's there's, there's yeah, different there's avenues. Shit like I don't have to be this archetype and everything yeah. else like that. It's like, okay, cool, but how do I do it? And so it came by a crossroad with a whole bunch of people, but since the culture already here was like, okay, either you're gonna do the norm or you wear the shit. <laughs> and it's like the weird people weren't comfortable with being weird as shit yet. Yeah. The weird shit is always way more funny. I had to get comfortable being weird as shit because um, <laughs> I guess that's what I was inspired by. Like Jimi Hendrix is mm-hmm. my favorite artist of all time. I like Yay. Yay is so crazy and weird. <laughs> and like I even get inspired by a lot of artists I don't like. Like I'm not the biggest Bjork fan, but when you look at Bjork and what she wears and like how hard she wears her stuff. And I started to realize the harder you push your identity, even if you're embarrassed by it, it's just like a drop in the ocean and it can inspire someone. Yeah. That weird thing you have about yourself. Like this last night at 4 a.m. I sent a track that I was so proud of that I worked on all night. And none of my friends were playing in the group chat. So I said like, oh, y'all don't fuck with great art, never fuck with <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Like it's not even worth playing with them about. Yeah. Like this, especially when it's something that you're serious about and... Mm-hmm. I definitely get that. Like, what the fuck? I don't get. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you want them to be like, oh, this is great, but like, bitch, you ain't even gonna listen. If, like, yeah. you ain't gonna listen. You can tell them if it's not good, but you ain't gonna do shit. If their favorite artist sent something in the group chat, then they would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Why can't they treat me with the same? Like, that's. But I really fuck with my art that hard. Like, and I believe in it. And I feel like everyone should and support each other. So, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Because. I'm out here supporting all my friends and I can't just get like, whoa. That's something, yeah. I'm ready to drop. I haven't dropped music since I was like 18. So everything, I've been holding, because I got to roll it out, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been holding on to stuff for like a year, two years. I have so much unreleased stuff right now. Don't get so wrapped up in that rollout. I do the same shit. I'm dropping this week though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nah, give some more information. It's a song called um, More. Ask for more, and it's a song that I so I started dating this singer named Buku, and she's amazing. And we like live together, and we do everything together. So we made a song, we make a bunch of music together now. And I'm dropping an album called Neo Soul 500 with Sam. And these events have been like a hub to inspire us and inspire others with the album. But the album is instrumental hip hop, like Jay Dilla, mixed with like R&B, like futuristic R&B, with like dream sounds so it's like a dreamy r&b extreme experience it's like it's like r&b music for like people in the year of 2060 on motorcycles <laughs> like for <laughs> i love seeing people get excited about the work that they make and the work that they put out because a yeah. lot of times i feel like I personally don't, I feel like I don't think I'm a creative. I just think I host a platform for creatives to thrive. So when I meet people that are so passionate about their work and passionate about the things they do, it is very inspirational and it makes me excited to just kind of pursue my own endeavors more because like you said, like it's really, it's just a drop in the ocean, but it can affect so many other people just to see people prospering and being excited about what they do. Um, That's the point of, like, where we need to be on the axis, in a way, mm-hmm. with, like, you can't forget 
things about yourself. You, you we have so many vessels. Do you, do y'all listen to Solange at all? Yes. Um, there's this interlude. It's this one on her album, her newest album, where it's like she has so many parts of herself to express, and she can't. It's one of the interludes, and she can't express all of them at one time. And like we, it's great to go back on old photos and like remember who you once were, to like get that form of expression back yeah. so you say you're not creative well you've probably been so creative throughout your life and like this is creative so just to get on her ass she was the one that told me like two weeks ago she was like joe you gotta think about yourself in retrospect and i was like what she was like when you're within yourself and like within the moment you're very critical on yourself but you have to think back and once you actually think back it's like oh shit like Damn, I've done a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things to be right. proud of yourself for, and I feel like people don't take the time to actually be proud of themselves and all the parts of themselves. Because, you know, like, there are very ugly parts of people. You know, everybody has their good, bads, their ups, and their downs. But most people, most people don't even think to, like, I don't know, fully work through the ugly parts of themselves to come out with beauty. Because there's beauty in all of it. You just kind of have to be able to be willing to, you know, see it a lot of times. People don't. <laughs> People really don't. Yeah. And that's... We can always... In times like that, we can channel different parts of ourselves. And, like, when we feel lost, there's a good idea to, like, find what can make yourself feel powerful. Mm-hmm. So I have this whole list on the wall that can make myself feel uplifted where I live right now and some of it just says like dancing in public playing guitar wearing clothes that I feel represented by you know things like reminders I think people need reminders you ever heard of mantra Mm -hmm. like spiritually I think that things that you see around your house or where you live can be mantra-esque for you so I have like Marvin Gaye on my ceiling in my room the cover of what's going on that kind of reminds me to be like you know think about the world you know that what's going on or Jimmy Hendrix like burning guitar on fire like remember how fierce you can be you know like I think that creatives and people who create and regular people just everyone needs reminders of who they are yeah and it's so easy to get lost it is it's so insane yeah I've been getting lost in my head bad for like the past two weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what to do sometimes. <laughs> Bro, sometimes all you can do is just sit with it. Like sometimes you have to just sit in the dark and just feel your way around until you find a light or something or some way to pull you out of it. Like mm-hmm. them, I've definitely spent a lot of my time in lost places or where I feel like I'm lost, but I've learned I'm way more found than I thought I was. Like. Right. And you can seem so lost in the grand scheme of shit, but you really actually... People have a way of figuring shit out, man. And I feel like... I don't know. As people... I think about people in general as a group and, like, communal healing a lot and how... What can I say? How, like, the acceptance of self is big in communal healing. And so I would say... I think the question I have for you is, like... I know you said you have things that you do to help you, like, get out of that lost space, but what are the things that you do, I guess, to help you fully feel more confident in yourself and thrive in yourself? Extroversion. Getting out and just doing Doing something. (laughs) Just being weird out. Like, what people consider weird, because we live in a bad room, so everything's fucking weird. Everything's fucking weird. Like, everything is weird down here, bro. The second you don't wear, like, 
a southern wife shit. Or something like you're weird. Like, you know, automatically being weird. That and finding friends who also express themselves can be really good. Just, I get energy off people a lot. So it just helps me to see things. And what else can be, um, listening to music in my car, like, Again, you said gospel music earlier, but I, I listen to gospel a lot because it started as being produced and you got to find samples and you just fall in love with like, so I love D'Angelo and like oh, Erica Badu yeah. and all the musicians and a lot of them are like gospel players. And so I, I went to study that because I play guitar and I wanted to learn that. So then I had to start learning like gospel guitar. So it's never left me. I don't know how we, oh, that stuff helps me feel peaceful. It's like sides of myself. And yeah. I really identify with that person with whatever mood I'm in. So I'm always confused as to who I am because I, I identify with my moods a lot. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Back to the, the gospel thing. Um, are you, I don't even like to use the word religious because religion is so clouded with a lot of fuck shit. But are you, I guess, a spiritual person? Like, do you believe in like a higher power, a God, a uh something i have two points on that okay two points on the map um so the universe yeah will just kind of throw a raft at you sometime Mm -hmm. so this week i was going to do wall art this weekend and there was a cop across the street and i was just waiting there by myself and i was just contemplating the whole time should i do it should i not do it so i said fuck it and i just walked up to the wall with all my supplies it just something came over me and then out of the blue the god of like street art wheat pasting. Wheat pasting is this technique used to get your wall art up. Just came out the blue, and I know, I know her, or I know them, and um, they helped me put it up. So the universe will just help you, it'll help you find love. You just have to believe in it and come at your um, truest self, because if you're not being true, it's not gonna help you. Yeah. You know, and you also can't block your manifestation, so you can't think too hard on it, you just have to let it sit. But know that it's marinating in your brain, work toward it. And then on the other hand, I would say I'm very philosophical instead. And I believe in like absurdity, yeah. as in just the absurdity of life and just trying to maneuver it. Aspects of like, again, I find so much religion in just music and yeah. rock stars and stuff. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound deep, but my first religious experience was listening to Jimi Hendrix. So, like, I tend to enjoy entropy and chaos as a form of like practice and spirituality and maybe that won't work forever but for now like it makes sense to me that's why i like to throw these shows because they feel crazy it feels like people stepping up and someone needs to be that way and that'll be me like you have a lot to do it yeah exactly so how do you feel like i would say the universe works through you the universe works through me radiation and amuse so that's why i feel so passionate about my art because if you allow it it can feel like or seem like there's a muse coming through you. People can say that's God. People can say that's you tricking yourself, thinking that it's something else coming through you, but that's actually your creativity because you're too humble. But I would still say that like the muse comes through and the universe works through. And I love to see the world as uh, infinite possibilities. Because it is. To play you with can the do any fucking things you, you can. Do. And it's crazy to think about all the things you can do. I, a lot of times I'll like restrict myself and be like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. But then when I stop and like think, 
And I'm like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I have no bounds to anything, to any emotion, to any endeavor I want to get into, to any relationship. Like, there's no bounds. And a lot of times, I feel like people put a lot of restrictions on themselves that just are unnecessary. And you seem like a person that is very unrestricted. True. Very true. I don't. I don't even have a routine. I have no routine, and all I do is work on music. That's therapeutic, though. Yeah, I don't. I have like a hustle, but I don't have a job. So, because I couldn't work for nobody, I wanted to work for. So, yeah. This is very interesting. Just getting to know you and getting to know how you think. I love to figure that out about people. Um, let's see. I have so much. Okay, so would you say I noticed you talked about like the music that you came up on. Would you say that there is any events in your life that geared you towards creating music? Because you know you have music lovers and you have people that create. Yeah, um, passion. I mean, I got a guitar when I was 12. It's the worst guitar ever. It was an amazing guitar, but I just still learned. Oh, my, my childhood best friend, he's five years older than me. And we did everything together. Um, he recently passed because... But anyways, um, RIP Josh. But uh, yeah, he would play guitar and produce. Before a lot of other people were doing it, home produce, he would just create songs by himself. And I just watched him for years. So, And then I took it seriously after my friends like outcasted me from a group in high school. It happens like that. And I uh, started making music because... It was winter break. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do after winter break? I have no friends, so make just make music, music. Just learn. Yeah, so and it never stopped. I wouldn't. I don't really do anything else but try to up my craft. But I tend to be such a perfectionist. Do you feel like you're sometimes too hard on yourself? Um, I'm very hard on myself. Uh, all the time. Every day. I've noticed a lot of very passionate creators are like even this fucking guy right here like I have to tell him just to fucking relax like you have to I always tell people you have to feel like you're doing what's what like you're doing your best at the time that you can so there's never a reason to really you know you can strive for perfection but you also have to recognize you're showing up at the best rate that you can and the best of, the, at your best ability to right as a person that's like that, at least from my perspective, it's kind of hard because it's like, to me, when I'm making the music, or when I'm making, if I'm a, pro- a part of the process of anything creative, I feel like that's my baby. And it's right. like, I don't want to let my baby down. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to let my baby down. I don't want to not do everything that I can to make sure that not only do the product is great, but it's presented great, and I do everything I can to make sure it's received the way it's supposed to be received. And you get so wrapped up in nitpicking that, because usually, unless you're working in a group, you're doing it by yourself, you're the only one there. So there's no one to tell you, hey, calm down, you got it. It's only you, your thoughts, and the process of it. 100%, and that's why I uh, collaborate a lot. Like my life is based off collaboration with this creative shit because if I didn't collaborate because <sighs> there's there's work that don't like I don't want to mix and match <laughs> I want to produce I just want to make the beat and send it out I can mix and master but 
I feel like with producing, it's nice to see how people build on top of what you create. Like, especially when you have talented people, some people can really get together and put some shit together that'll just blow your mind. I feel like as a producer, once you create a good foundation, it's like you know you can't have, you can't build a house with a fucked up foundation. Right. So if you once you like are able to make a beat or whatever, send out to people and you let them build on it, I feel like sometimes. I wouldn't know because I don't produce, but I just see like the producer friends I have and I'm like, wow, I see how proud they are when people get on their songs and make it into something completely different from what they had in mind. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it must feel so good to like put out pieces because I always say there was, when it came to my show, I was really apprehensive about starting it. Like I was really nervous because I used to say that it takes a lot of courage to put your art into the world. And that was courage that I did not have for a while because I was just so scared of like people's critiques and what they would have to say so in terms of like artists in my life like I've had friends that sing dance write every fucking thing you could imagine and I'm like those are some of the most inspirational people I know the most courageous people I know because to be able to put yourself out there like that and let your art speak for you and like speak to the world it takes a lot of a lot of goods really and courage yeah, yeah totally like, you just said it <laughs> Again. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's just so easy to get wrapped up in like all the shit that you're scared of, or, like all your insecurities and things like that. And I just, as a person, I really try to work on freeing myself from those bonds. Because like, I feel like, I don't know, man. I'm not supposed to live my life in jail. Like, that's how it feels sometimes. It's like a mental prison to keep yourself trapped. And I think, like, artists people that create they found the key to get out of that like because you can put your mood on any track you can put how you feel you can put your energy into whatever you create and um i don't know it was just inspirational like i'm sitting here listening to y'all talking i'm like wow people are really skilled and talented i'm so proud of everyone i'll put myself in that category eventually um let's see let's see let's see See. So you have any events coming up? I do. I have one on the fourteenth, mm-hmm. and this one is going to be more focused. Last time we had hella artists, like twenty something people. Twenty three. There's a lot. It's twenty six actually, but it was crazy. Um, but I feel better about the next one. I'm always looking toward the future, and I have another show on the twenty. On the, no. Like on the 8th or the 9th? Mm-hmm. On the 8th with Cookout. And that's a new group of people oh, coming yeah, out. Oh, yeah, with Olivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, today. Yeah, exactly. So I'm excited for that and for that to come up because they're really nice. See, being being nice and being organized will get you along with a shout-out. <laughs> but yeah, um, which I actually need to work on. Um, maybe I'll speak to people sometimes and like some of the people... Mm, because, because I tend to be a domineering person, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just my personality. My dad is like that, and my mom. So like, <sighs> you know, I joke a lot and say like I'm the devil. You know what I'm saying? So everybody is like yeah. everybody has it in them. I definitely get the um, the aggressive that mm-hmm. word thrown in me a lot, Same. all the fucking time. It just yes. it rolls my eyes because. I don't feel like I'm aggressive. I just feel like I have a vision or a direction that I know that I want to go in, and I am very um, headstrong in getting that shit across. But I don't know. I've never... I just lost my complete train of thought. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I 
would never try to take, you know, you said you're a domineering person. A lot of times people will hear that and like assume it to have like a negative connotation. I really wouldn't take it as a negative connotation though. I think it just means that you're powerful and you have a lot of power behind you. Like you're like a fucking rocket. That's the yeah, only way I would think of it. Some of us are like the, um, some of us can be like a flower, and some of us are the lawnmower. Yeah. You know, and both serve a purpose. Yeah. Both, like, you know what I'm saying? And we both have to be in the right area because, look, if the flower is growing in the lawn, we're going to cut it. You have to. But if the flower is growing in a store with a bunch of other roses, you know what I'm saying? They're just going to get bought and pampered um, and, like, flower and... You know, they're gonna put the, um, what's the mix that keeps the, the flower? The fertilizer and yeah, shit. Yeah, they're gonna be tended to. In the um, base, you know, they'll get that. And uh, us, we might run out of gas if we run the flowers over too much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it's okay to it's it's soft sometimes. Yeah. I also feel like, just to put a spin on it, both do need each other at some point. Because yeah. if you have a garden, you gotta cut the weeds so you can see the flowers. You know they burn crops and shit. Like even when you you have to burn, you have to literally fucking burn a whole field to make the soil be richer and to be more nutritious for the next batch of flowers to grow. So I feel like you know everything has a balance. You know you gotta find the type of person you are and find where you fit in at. And that's a it's a it's a hard thing I'm having to grasp right now. Is like. I'm stepping truly into my artistry and what that means to be an artist. And that means, um, like, a lot of uninhibited, uninhibited, like, creativity and personality, but that personality is too strong for a lot of people. So I'm having to, like, figure out how to fit that world in. It's, it's just kind of difficult, I'll be honest about um you know, I feel like everyone has that era in their life where they have to kind of be one person and then be another person. Like, I haven't been there for many people. I've been locked away just in the house, getting my mind right, creating, just working hard on myself, seeing where my talents are, falling in love with the music that I grew up on again, not being influenced by others. And now everyone's just like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? Because I don't know if people know this. I used to hang out with people every day, all day. I would hang out with like 10, 15 people a day at different times. And then there would be like three people here, then I would go hang out with four people there, and like go to like multiple houses of people, and now I've just like fell off. And now people are like coming out the woodwork, like hating on me. Like my closest brothers, like my best friends that are considered, and people that are trying to help because I am a. Uh, self-sacrificial in a way you know a lot of us tend to be like that like i'll show you the world and then as soon as you can't anymore they hate you yeah. so like i don't know i'm trying to balance a lot i hope from this podcast people are just seeing like how honest i am about everything so do you, you know. feel like um sometimes like communication like i noticed you said the people who are closest to you are having like issues with that. So do you feel like you communicated the process? What the fuck? We're still recording on this one. Okay. But the mic is only this one is connected to my own. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, Should we just record again? And yeah. We can like turn up the audio at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, y'all know more about that than me. Is this? Is this?
Okay. Yeah, Hello, we mic check. Oh. Okay, we're back. We're back. But um, I guess we'll just like piece it together on that mic and then yeah, yeah. right. We'll it out. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that you communicated yourself in the best way in terms of like, like you said, the people closest to you are having issues with kind of you going into seclusion and rediscovering yourself. So, do you feel like you communicated that to them properly, or is it? Did you kind of just disappear? I just kind of disappeared. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think I have to um, explain on. myself. And maybe some people think. Connect the back. Oh shit! Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped. That don't explain why I stopped. Oh. Damn. Okay. It was recording something. It picked up something. Because it switches back to the uh, built-in input. So... Yeah, straight from the computer. Okay, we just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, in a way, I feel like we don't have to justify ourselves if it's for self-preservation purposes. Mm -hmm. If someone needs to self-preserve themselves and they do what they want, you got to honor that. Yeah. I don't know how other people feel about that, but that is my view on it. Because I've seen that a lot in my life. Like, people just have to do stuff. And I respect it more when someone just kind of disappears. You have to give people grace. Like, I think with situations like that, like how you just disappear, the people, you know, not necessarily in your life, but just people in general, they don't really give people, like, grace and freedom to go through their moods, to go through their episodes, whatever they need to. And I think a big thing about that is people don't even, like, have grace with themselves to even allow themselves to go through those spaces to get to that nitty-gritty point where they feel like you know I have to get back to myself so I think it can sometimes be hard for people to understand when other people or people close to them go through it because they don't even have the thoughts within themselves to do it like yeah and it can just make things really complicated sometimes especially in intimate relationships with people that you care about it can definitely put a rut in it which I'm all here for <laughs> I like the fucked up shit you gotta get through it to get through it like you sometimes have to go through the ugly shit and there's a lot of beauty in the ugliness right and so i feel like once you have a mindset when you're willing to approach it like that you're gonna be you're gonna thrive in it like you're just gonna thrive in going through the transformations of changing and the good the bad the ugly and everything that comes with it you're also gonna force people to grow when you do what you want which is what i want to do with people in my life Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) <laughs> you don't need me. Yeah, you can definitely I need do myself. Shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've helped so many people along the way. That's where this has come from. The people who are mad at me aren't just friends. They're people that I've really helped, mm-hmm. given like my soul to. Yeah. And like taught. I teach a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like a teacher. People don't know that about me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'm out like teaching people how to create things that they want to create. So and then. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair, yeah. that's fair. Um, Before you go to the next question, another big thing that people like y'all with those personalities that are very, um, how can I say this in the best words? Like how you said, uh, extrovert, mm-hmm. or like where you put in your emotions in front of everything else like that. The real thing is that you gotta find your people, cause right. the thing is like, I went through it too. Where it was like, okay, cool, all of these people I had all these memories with, I helped them, everything else like that. The moment that I'm like, okay, I need to figure this shit out for myself, or like the moment that it's like, okay, there's a noticeable change. Now it's like, oh, what's up with you? Like, why are you doing this? Da da da. And for me, I had to physically 
changed. So I went from Louisiana and went out to California for school. And then once I noticed, once I got to California, and I wasn't, I wasn't in a situation where it's like, okay, school, you have to be by this person every day. Mm -hmm. Or like, okay, cool, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so I see you every day. Once it was like, okay, you have to find those people, those people have to find you. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this shit. And once the people started coming towards my energy and shit like that, and after being fucked over so many times, you could notice, okay, cool, like I see you trying to take something out of this, like this is a transactional relationship for you. And it was like, okay, these people don't know me from a fucking piece of sand, but <laughs> these people treat me better than people I've known for 20 years. And that's Correct. when it got to me like, okay, Correct. cool. You just have to find your people. Because once you find the right people and everything else like that, you won't have to change shit about yourself. Yeah. Because they just automatically appreciate you at the core. Right. So if today you, you know, you know what? I'm going to speak to everyone. I'm going to smile every day. Everything else <laughs> like that. Cool. And then tomorrow you're like, fuck everyone. I want to stay in the room and disappear for a week. People who appreciate you at the core are going to be like, okay. And once that week over with, I'm like, okay, cool. How you Welcome been? Welcome back. <laughs> how, you been? how you been? Like, how was it? Everything else like because you, they understand like grace and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. and plus, if they're aligned with how you are, that means that the same values and the same principles and the same way you would treat people, they doing the same thing. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about, oh damn, wow. they gonna be hurt about this, or they gonna be that because the same way it was when. They were going through those things. They're gonna do the same thing for you because you aligned yourself with people of the same cloth. Where it's like, okay, cool. Like that fucked up statement of oh, this don't need to be explained. What's understood gotta be explained. Yeah. That's the real version of it because it's like, okay, cool. Like we have this understanding. We here, so it's like, okay, bet. Like I don't have to tell you like, hey, I'm going through this. Don't take this personal. You're gonna see that I'm going through some. And you're going to understand I need that distance. It's anything they're going to so, support you. Yeah, so they're just going to understand, okay, my role in this is, all right, bet, this is what they need from me right now. Right? Thank you. You are yeah. you are shedding light right now. <laughs> <laughs> People need to hear that. I need to hear that. <laughs> I guess that's where my, uh, my strife comes from. It's just like being really surprised when people don't treat you with that. How you treated that? It can be really shocking. Wow. It can really be like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? That like, shit sucks. It hurts your That heart. shit will <laughs> open your eyes, honestly. And it's just, it's crazy, man. Especially with friendships. Like, I've had, oh, Lord Jesus. I've had my Speak fair on. share of friendships and mm -hmm. ups and downs. And the things that I've noticed. And, like, I met someone. I used to work at Texas Roadhouse. I met this girl. Her name was Hannah. And she was the first person to show me, like, true friendship, even mm -hmm. through the good, the bad. Like, there will be moments I've never had uncomfortable conversations with friends like I have with her. And it made our relationship so much better. Like, there will be moments where the conversation would be so uncomfortable, we don't talk to each other for two weeks after. Wow. But we still were coming together and be like, you know, I love you. And the basis of this is love and care. Like... And once you forge your relationships under the basis of love, because love is freeing. Love isn't restrictive. Love isn't isn't anything that'll make you feel withheld. So it's like once you have relationships in your life that are based on love and care, everything that you go through is and how people treat you is going to be based off the love that they have for you. And I think sometimes it's really easy for people to get love confused with 
lust to get love confused with passion to get it confused with codependency like yeah it can be really common for people to get that confused and i don't know for me i just had to learn like love of self is love of other people and once right. i love myself enough to not go through bullshit like the love i have for the people that i cared about it grew so much because there were so many things that i wasn't willing to to deal with, I wouldn't let anybody else deal with it, you know, and that's why it like, goes back to when you see the things that people will do that you wouldn't do to them, it's like, okay, we're not even vibrating on, like, the same type of wavelength here, we're not even talking about the same shit, and you really yeah. can't expect them to understand where you're coming from. Um, that's a theory I have about that whole thing is, once you stop vibrating on that low level, and you start, everyone from that low level, where you thought you were happy, but you're it's actually just on that low tide, yeah. they'll get, they'll see something. They, they won't like will. it. You know, the yeah, sun definitely. is too hot, you know. And yeah. The sun. Yeah, they can't get too <laughs> close. Like, they really can't get too close. And then they start feeling burnt and shit, and it's not even anything like that. It's just you radiating who you are as a person. Yeah, like, it's okay if I disappear and fall in love. Like, it's okay. It's okay. People, it's people. I wanted to. Everyone is, <laughs> everyone is on this planet to deal with their own things. And I think people get too attached to other people. And they, like, sow their seeds into other people. And they should be sowing them into themselves. Wow. And it's just like, you know, once you go, like, you decide you want to do something or take on a new venture in your life, that people, if people are really attached to you and attached to, like, an idea and a version of you, you do something that's different for you or that you feel it's better and they're like who are you like i'm not recognizing this person but that's just totally. because they just don't understand change and that people yeah. evolve like people evolve we're put on this earth to literally go through shit like we're put on this earth to live and you can't expect someone to live without doing new shit and just trying Correct. new things like I would never want anybody in my life to be stuck being complacent or doing the same shit. Because I'm going to be like, what's wrong with you? Like, is everything okay? But once I see people in my life trying new things, going out, like, I'm like, okay, you're actively living and I'm very happy for you. And I see that and I, it's like love. I don't know. Just transformation is kind of what love has been presented to me as. Like, just being able to grow and change and still, still have a basis of, I guess, life throughout everything the totally other, the other thing is that the concept of uh anything being linear especially it's bullshit because it's bullshit it's a two-sided thing in the sense of one within yourself you have to understand that okay cool just because it took me this long to do it doesn't mean that this is the norm for it yeah. right but the other side of that which is for the opposite opposition of it which is Okay, change isn't linear, so you should not take it personal that, okay, this person didn't change their situation, their mindset, and everything else like that. You shouldn't be like, oh, well, they think they're better than me, or like, oh, I got it. You should go, okay, cool, I might not be there today, but I'm going to get there. Yeah. yeah. Like, you shouldn't take yeah. it as a personal thing, like, oh, like, oh, you're doing that, you think you're better, and start hating, because it's like, bro, you can do it, too. You might not, it might not be the same time frame, right? Just because it might have took this person, like, six months to do this. It may take you two years to realize, but you're gonna get there. People get so offended when an artist is sure in their art, and you see that all the time. Like, why are you, why are you so happy, <laughs> bro? We have to fucking die to do this <laughs> shit. Like, literally, it takes out. It definitely does take a piece of you. It does. Like, 
I don't know. People are just so entitled to a lot of things. Yeah, like, right. especially, like I said, lack of when you don't know yourself, you get attached to everything outside of you. So when you come across people like that, they just don't know who they are, man. They just got to figure that shit out. Like, everybody's trying to figure it out. That's the whole point. We're all here trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> like, and some people, they just can't hang. Like, they just can't hang. No. It's, yeah. Man. And some people are just here for seasons. Yeah, some people just hear you supposed to realize things about them and take right. lessons and move the fuck on. Some people <laughs> are just here. Some people are just here for you to learn a lesson. And then sometimes you have to be that somebody life. And yeah. it might suck that hey, like, even though I want this person in my life forever, I might just be here to get them to learn something. Yeah. Like I might just be, you know what I'm saying, the universe of God using me to yeah. to get them to get this message through. And like, you say you're a teacher, so you probably uh, do have to, like, teach people lessons in life. Like, you know, you sometimes, like, are, do you feel like, are you, are you often put in situations where you're giving people, like, hard pills to swallow or, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely one of those people that you're going to have to, you're here to just make people, I feel like, more aware, more privy to just Things. the shit that they don't want to recognize or want to, you know accept about life about you about themselves and you know it is what it is like it is. it is what it is i feel like people are put on this earth that everyone has um i guess a purpose you know everyone has a purpose and some people's purpose is to teach some people's purpose is to learn you just gotta oh i'm a out. big learner too though yeah you I, have to be in order to be a teacher yeah. you have to get the knowledge from somewhere earlier i meant like i teach people how to like what like specifically like producer like uh like i'll get i can get someone in the studio for like three to six to eight months and like completely change their sound like that's what like one of my favorites rick rubin does mm -hmm. but in that like i end up having to teach people by just doing things and sometimes yeah. i have to that that lesson can be i, I move fluidly i move mm -hmm. how i want to move and that'll force people to have to take suit and learn like um i have to do that with my family members uh, i have a very unconstrained family member who i was raised by and um i love them very much but they're insane yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have to teach them lessons and honestly i don't fear anyone as much as i fear that person yeah so now i'm playing parent to that person yeah because the they need situation yeah yeah they need a lot of help a lot and of help. um so I find myself maybe treating life with that same intensity of just serious. I've always been, I'm so goofy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm actually a very funny person, but I'm equally like as intense or like mm -hmm. serious or like aggressive or, you know, <laughs> I'm this color, red. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I so, definitely could get that from you. Like yeah. very just passionate. Like you give me a very passionate person. Very you passionate. too though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really wouldn't know. When it comes to me and like the type of person I am, I feel like I can, like I said, I can get really lost in myself and my self-identity. So in terms of like people be like, oh, Kendall, you're very this way or that way. And I'm like, I'm glad that you see that in me because I know I've noticed the things that people see in me are the traits that they already possess within themselves. Totally. It so, takes one to know one, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when people, some of the people that I find so inspirational when they tell me certain things about myself, 
I got it. Okay. When they tell me like certain things about myself, I'm like, wow, like I feel like I'm looking at a mirror and I feel like when you go through life, you're just meeting mirrors of yourself, just different versions of yourself that you may not understand. Like everything, everything is everything. So when I just meet people that are just so, I feel like legendary. When I meet somebody and I'm like, oh, you're, you're really somebody. It kind of makes me be like, I can be somebody too. Totally like, I can, I can take this. I can do this myself. The things that I see in them, the things that inspire me, or things that I already have within myself, they're just highlighting it, if anything. Yeah. And it's like that has definitely helped me on my, I guess, I don't know what kind of journey you would call it, but just the journey of like figuring out who I am. It's just by looking at other people and being like, wow. We're all just people. Like, yeah. We're all just people. And it sounds so simple to say. But, like, also, I do, like, a lot of shrooms and stuff. And so, <laughs> shrooms, and it's, every time I'm on shrooms, it just always makes me, like, you know, very introspective. Very, very in touch with myself. And I just be on my trips, like, wow, this is beautiful. People are beautiful. Everybody is just so different and unique but we're all one in the same at the same time mm -hmm. like and it's totally. just it creates such a beauty of life it makes things so abstract when you just look at people like a fucking campus like they're just so there's so much do you there. take the where do you what's the setting for your mushrooms um well i was microdosing for a while nice. um and that yeah. was that was fun but most of the time when i do shrooms i like to listen to music i'll be probably in my room i'll listen to music I'll have a nice weighted blanket. <laughs> I'll put something like really, I like nature documentaries a lot. Same. So I'll put on a nature documentary and we'll just stare at the TV. Like, or I like to go outside too. My favorite thing to do is cloud watch when I'm on shrooms. Cause I feel like me and guy will literally have conversations by just me looking at the wow. sky. It's, it's really crazy. Like the first time I did shrooms, I felt like I was crazy, but I was like, no, y'all don't get it. Like I am literally talking to God right now. God is, talking to me, speaking through me, actively working through me. And I will come out of my shroom trips feeling like I got baptized almost. Like, I was just, it just opens my mind and just truly removes all the restrictions that I placed on myself, that I placed on my view of the world. Like, um, I was going to, I was going to therapy and I was talking to my therapist in one of our first sessions. She was like, um, what's your perspective of the world? Like, when you wake up in the morning, what, how do you view the world? What are the things that come to you? And I didn't realize my view of the world was very pessimistic. Like, I really didn't have any hope in the world or any hope in my, the relationships I had, the friendships. It was very hard for me to be optimistic in those things. But just from, like, being introspective and doing, like, you know, the self-healing, the all that, it has changed my view of the world so much to where I look at it like, wow, this is a place of endless opportunities. Like, yeah. so much shit I could do and get into. It's just, I feel like I went on a tangent, but I just love oh, to, I, I love, love to talk love about my view. I love psychedelics. I can't really get into acid. I did acid once. Yeah. I did acid once. The only thing acid did for me was I was petrified of dogs. I was really scared of dogs my whole fucking life. Understood. Yeah. I was terrified of dogs. Like, I used to get chased by dogs a lot as a kid. Cause I didn't, under <laughs> I didn't yes. understand you're not so supposed to run me. from them. So I just used to fucking take off running. And I did acid one time, and it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Damn. 
all my friends were tripping balls and I used to I have a thing with feeling very lonely in the world or feeling very isolated okay so on acid I was like I was walking outside I'm like man I feel so alone like I don't have anybody to talk to it's just me out here and I'm sitting outside on the concrete three o'clock in the morning crisscross applesauce and there's a dog like across the street uh, a loose dog and he's just staring at me and I'm I'm like oh shit and it <laughs> The dog, <laughs> it felt like me and the dog were like communicating telepathically. The dog literally was like, you don't have to be scared of me. I was like, I don't have to be scared of you. No. And I was never scared of dogs from that point on. And it was so insane to me because like I said, it sounds like a silly story. Like if I were to go explain that to my mom, she'd be like, can you were on drugs? But once you do the drugs and you understand how it can really like get to parts of your subconscious, it... It was insane because I'm like, I really don't have to be scared of anything. Like, I don't have to be scared of anything. I can face any problem that I want to, any situation. I have free reign to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, yeah. it's so freeing. I don't know. Life has been feeling so freeing lately. You can, um, like, there's tele telepathy on psychedelics. I truly like understand that i don't believe that i don't think that that's a thing yes yeah, a real thing you can communicate with um people non-verbally through um mushrooms and psychedelics like my friends all had like the same hallucination one time where yeah, they I've saw heard of that. Um, like crowns on each other's heads mm -hmm. and then um one time i was playing guitar with my friend hobson who i love very much who is in new orleans now chasing his dreams and doing very well at it Shout out to him. so um we were playing guitar and uh, it just, like, the way we were communicating was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did a lot of research in psychedelics when I was a kid mm -hmm. because I was very influenced by the music that was influenced by psychedelics. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, um, and I fell in love with it, the idea of it. I did a bunch of research and I, first time doing it, I was like 15, acid. And it, like, really opened my mind up to just the possibilities of the world and the constraints that we have. Um, and uh, how we can break free of that and um, different parts of ourselves mm -hmm. such as uh, how I feel like I was meant to do music how I was listening to music and how it was like very important to me and I find um, like weed still pretty psychedelic yeah. to me I don't I can't smoke it because it makes me very like too aware of myself and self-conscious <laughs> and I don't like how like when I get high I don't like how big of a personality I have and that's all I have to hold on to is like that ego of myself mm -hmm. and we just doesn't like that ego so me and we just don't get along <laughs> we's like really chill and like <laughs> I like a mind to race so I yeah. really fuck with like Molly yeah I love <laughs> I'm fuck with Molly Molly's like my favorite drug because it's short yeah you will have the time of your fucking life you like, can still be like you're not tripping out yeah it's still psychic psychedelic though it's, it's euphoric, euphoric. <laughs> it's literally euphoric man so it's insane it's molly is some perfect. good music you would have the time of your life bro yeah at one point so people like love to roll and get their eyes at just one point like just a chill you know what one point is yeah. just like a point oh my god that's bro, all you that's mean. how i feel about ecstasy i remember yeah. one time i tried ecstasy and it was me and all my friends and we were just all uh, i remember we were sitting in the living room watching young thug music videos right. and we were just like this is amazing like the conversations we were having the music we were listening to it was just it made the whole experience just feel so light and so fun like i love i love 
Molly, ecstasy, anything that's just gonna bring out the euphoria in life, I'm definitely a fan of it. <laughs> I took uh, X with like a girl, right? Like my girlfriend at the time, and they say you will fuck like all night on it, right? <laughs> no, I just deconstructed humanity. <laughs> I was like, this is this is how we can make the world a better place. I was like, we need to feed the homeless. <laughs> I did not think that's how that was going to go. <laughs> bro, that's what it was. Welfare, more welfare programs. Like, I don't know, man. The drugs, I feel like drugs don't hit me how they hit everyone else. Totally. Like, they don't hit anyone the same. They just no, don't. Everything makes me very, like, introspective, retrospective. I'll take shrooms totally. and go to a party and we'll be in the party like, all oh, these people in here, it has everyone has a different story. Like, <laughs> wow. That's, that's me all the time. Though. And I'll just be, I have a bad problem, like, staring at people. Because I just look at people, I'll be like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And I have a thing with, like, psychoanalyzing people, too, sometimes. I try, to, I try not to do it. I try not to do it, but I do it all the time. So when I listen to people talk, especially when I'm on drugs, I'm like, wow, come here, baby. Let me give you a hug. Yeah. Like, let me just, let's go laugh or something. Let's go dance. Let's go have a good time. I'll be in a party, and I'll be like... Oh, she's insecure. Like she doesn't want to dance in front of all these people. Right. I should go dance with her. Like things like that. It just makes me so more, so much more aware of the shit that people go through. Like it takes, cause I can be. I've got hit with the self-centered claim a lot. That's my reaction to it too. Cause I'm like, who else I'm supposed to be centered on? Like it's my life. I don't understand who else I'm supposed to be really centered on. Like. But I get hit with the self-centered claim a lot, and it's just like, Good. Uh, I guess the the shrooms, I guess, take me out of myself, and I'm able to think about other people more. But I don't know. I feel like I said, it's my life. Who else am I supposed to be worried about? Or who else am I, like, who, who am I supposed to be doing this for if it's not for myself? Like, even the change that I want to see in the world, it all roots in me. Like, that's, or at least that's my philosophy, like. The things that I feel like need to change, the things that I want to see different in the world, they all start with me because I feel like those are things that I need to change within myself. Um, I I like hate most of J. Cole's music, <laughs> but he's got, he's got this song and he says the real revolution, we will know what you are going to do, but the real revolution happens right inside of you. This yeah. is a song High for Hours, if y'all know that song. So yeah, yeah that, that song has always stuck with me. That the real revolution happens in the heart, in the soul, yeah. self-identification with that person, who you are. And I understand what you're saying. Like, I have two sides. I have a very like, humanitarian nature, just love to be outside. And then I have this whole other side of just, like, ideas, thoughts, thinking, opinions, create, 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 explore. Like, just create as much as you can. Make it all happen. Like, wake up every day and do random shit. Like, that's... So it's my two sides and it's just crazy like trying to get to the core of balance we all have duality i'm yeah. a big believer that every human that's why i don't that's why i can't cancel anyone that's why i can't like hate anyone that's why i can't even hate putin because like there was all of us they all had something there like something was there i've had yeah. somebody i was having a this was like a high school man and we were talking about fucking hitler we mm -hmm. were talking about hitler and everybody's like, Hitler's a terrible person, Hitler's this, Hitler's that. And one of the, my classmates goes, but look at, he had a goal and he accomplished it. And that shit, everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck? But I'm like, they're not technically wrong. Not like, 
Definitely, he definitely had a goal, and he definitely achieved that shit. Was the goal a little fucked? Absolutely. 100%. But, <laughs> absolutely, but he definitely had a goal, and he definitely was able to push himself and drive himself to the point where he was able to achieve that goal. And I feel like people, everyone can do that. It just depends on what end of the spectrum you want to do it on. Like, 100%. It just depends on which way you want to go about it. I mean, like, genocide, that's not really the goal. But, like, uh, in order for you to be the greatest villain, for them to put greatest there, that means you had to be good. You had to do something. Shit. Like, you had to do something. <laughs> Even the artists, like, okay, people can't stand Azalea Banks. I love Azalea Banks. And it's really, really. I feel like shame saying it sometimes because she says some fucking crazy shit. Says crazy shit. Does crazy shit. But the mind of that woman, she has a mind on her. Like, she's so intelligent. She's so gifted. She's so skilled in everything that she does. Her music. She's a fucking trendsetter. Like, she is incredible at what she does. And it's like, a lot of times you see the, not the tortured artist, but the, what's the word? Free. Yeah, just mentally free. Like, like, just she doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it doesn't give a fuck, and I can't hate her for that. Like, I cannot hate her for that. As much as people talk shit about her and this and that, I cannot hate her for that. I'm like, she's doing a damn thing. Like, just she's she's being herself authentically. There's no impressions of anybody else on her. She is being herself, stating her mind, stating her facts, and I'm just like, hey, I respect it. Like, I have a lot of respect for people that can just be who they are unfiltered even if it can come across you know a little i can't think of the word i guess harsh or un like unfiltered i guess but that's how i am I, like, that's people tell me and you should be like that you should continue yeah. to be like that there's power in that like there is power in being yourself a hundred percent and not conforming to opinions ideas people's insecurities a lot of the time people get offended because shit ignites their insecurities yeah like insecurities literally rule the world like totally it's um, it's insane i wish i could share this with you but i can't because there's like a lot of money tied to this person mm -hmm. and their life and livelihood but they have a um i don't even know how far i can go into this so imagine you are on the internet like helping people through their insecurities but you want to say fuck that and do something that'll that thrives off security mm -hmm. you can make a lot of money off people's insecurities yeah which i wish our world wasn't like that i wish they wouldn't show like uh like skinny people all the time i wish that they would show people with like more real bodies i wish that yeah. like there was more uh, unfiltered popular music. I wish everything wasn't quantized. Yeah. I wish that there was less auto-tune on music. I wish that there was more realness. I wish that there was more uninhibited creativity. I wish people could stop posturing. I wish that people wouldn't dress up just to go to Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wish everyone didn't feel like they needed to be rich. Yeah. I wish that everyone could just like uh, be nat more natural. Like, um, that's that's how I feel because if we can open up people's minds that they are creators of their reality and if we can stop with honestly re religion